Hello and welcome to the North Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Alec Guggenmoss, and oh my goodness, I am so sorry for the two and a half week hiatus I took from posting episodes and even recording episodes too. I was just super busy with work. I had no time during those whole two and a half weeks to be able to get any episodes done, or even if I did have any short amount of time, I was just too exhausted to be able to do much. But hey, in my for- foreseeable future, I have plenty of time to be able to get episodes out to entertain you guys, to keep me sane when thinking about the sports, be able to have all this sports opinions stuck in my head and I'm finally able to spew them out into the microphone and yeah I just had to apologize for that hiatus I had there but here I am back in business here at the North Sports Podcast and without further ado into the topic today oh my goodness the NHL playoffs are a go they just announced it on Tuesday I am a little late to talk about it, but I don't really care, to be honest. I'm just super excited. It's the second sport that I really pay attention to that is officially back, it and NASCAR. But today's all about the NHL and its weird playoffs happening here for 2020. So... They have a weird, really weird setup. They have 24 teams. 24 teams in the playoffs. That means only 7 teams, because there's 31 teams. But only 7 teams are not in the playoffs, which is, like, that's wild. Because, like, that's almost the whole league is playing in the playoffs. Meaning that, to be honest... The regular season kind of was less important that way. Like, it was only really important to get, like, in either you were in the top four or you're in the qualifying round. That's the only real thing it did. Because there was a lot of, like, the separation between the really bad teams and the playoff-eligible teams was fairly obvious. But speaking of that... Since there's only seven teams that are not in the playoffs, when you actually look at things, I think there's nine teams that definitely do not deserve to be in the playoffs. And the two teams that are currently in that I don't think should be are the Maple Leafs and the Blackhawks. And I'm going to say why. The Blackhawks are currently last in the Central Division. Meaning that out of all of the teams in your division, typically it's the top three and then potentially maybe one or two more with the what, taking the wild card spots. They're in last. They're in seventh in the Central Division. And they have a playoff spot? Like... Yeah, I understand they're, they're, they're close enough. They're technically still eligible to be in the playoffs if the, if the regular season was to continue. There's 72 points, and the Predators 
are at 78, which is the current, would be the current wild card spot in a normal 16 team playoffs. However, there's only 12 games left to play. And the Predators and the Jets, which were the current wildcard teams, and the Canucks, who are tied with the Predators at 78 points, all of them are on some kind of winning streak. The Canucks are only at one win, but personally in in that division, in the Central Division, the Jets were at four wins, and the Predators were at three. So... The chances of the Blackhawks not only passing the Wild, but passing the Predators and the Canucks is incredibly low. Especially with how they were just performing at all this year. So, and even if you go off of overtime losses, wins, losses, overtime losses, they were a losing team. They lost six more games than they won, but they're still in the playoffs. And the team for the Eastern Conference that I think doesn't deserve to make it, which apparently most of the journalists, sports journalists, agree, is the Montreal Canadiens, who are, they are fifth, they are fifth in their division, but they're like perfectly mediocre in their division, because they've got teams that are quite below them, and the teams above them are quite above them. And, yeah, they're f- they're fifth in their division. They're But they're, right now they're seven points behind the Panthers. The Maple Leafs, which would be the team that they'd have to pass for sure to get into the playoffs because that would be the third-place team in the Atlantic, is ten points ahead of them with, as I said before, like... 10 11 games left in the season. The chances of that happening incredibly low, especially since the Canadians are on a three-game losing streak. They don't have the the pressure behind them to continue going. It's just like start a big win streak like that. And if we went off of a normal playoffs, the Metropolitan Division is kicking the Atlantic divisions, but when it comes to having those team like wild card eligible teams, the Rangers, which are seventh out of eight teams in the Metro division, is at 79 points, which is eight points ahead of the Canadians. So I don't think the Canadians had much of any chance to get a wild card spot because they would have had to beat would have been five teams. That would have been five teams they would have had to beat out to get a wild card spot. So, and that would be even the fight with the Buffalo Sabres, who are only three points behind them and have played two less games. They would have to fight them for that kind of get-up-and-go, catch-up kind of like win streak that they they'd have to get to make the playoffs. So those are two teams I think even though they were technically eligible for the playoffs still, I don't think they deserve a playoff spot. But I understand why they're there. 
they you need even numbers for the qualifying round, so you have to have a team playing another team, so you have to have an even number. But why not just have a t- three-team round robin instead of having four teams? Instead of having, like, the Flyers and the Stars, as in the round robins, just plop them down, get them to play a team in the qualifying round, and then just pop those teams out because they just don't deserve to be where they are. And to be honest, why even have the round robin at all? Because the qualifying round makes sense to me. You have all these teams that were still fighting it out for the playoff spots. But with how top-heavy the divisions were this year, I don't even think they need these round robins. Like The Bruins and the Lightning are both the top two teams in the Atlantic, and they're the top two teams in the in the entire Eastern Conference. But they're 100 points for the Bruins and 92 points for the Lightning. And then you've got the Capitals and the Flyers, which is at 90 points and 89 points. They were enough ahead of other teams that I don't think it... I don't think it really mattered because technically in having only a three team round robin, you'd have the Capitals, the Bruins and the Lightning and they're enough ahead of everyone else. I don't think we would have needed a round robin in the first place. I don't think we even need one right now because where these teams place and where they are um, set up for the first, second round and etc. It doesn't matter as much. Like those are just extra games. Like I, under, I, I guess you would say they get the practice of playing each other. Makes sense. But then, just have a three-team round robin. I don't, I don't see the need for the fourth team. Just have the three teams play each other in each conference. Kick out the teams that don't even belong there at all. Because right now, you're actually, you're giving the teams that are playing them, almost a free round. The Peng- Penguins are just going to get free practice against the Canadians. I don't think the Canadians have much of a chance. I know no- a lot of people are saying, oh, well, nobody's been playing hockey for a while. You could see some upsets. I, I just don't see that one happening, number 5 versus number 12. The Penguins are one point behind the Flyers. Like They could definitely have been one of the top four so I just don't think the Canadians have much of a chance. It's almost like a free game for them. And then you've got the Oilers versus the Blackhawks. I I'm not a I'm gonna say this right now. Not a big Oilers fan. I don't really like them. My my favorite team is a rival of theirs. I'm I'm gonna be honest, but so I'm gonna say they're a very top heavy team. They got two really really good players that are able to lead this team. But they've had plenty of success this year. And technically, they have more points than the number four Dallas Stars. They just have played more games, so they were technically placed down to number five. But they are, they're also in that running to be a top four Western Conference seeds. 
So I don't think the Blackhawks have much of a chance. So I think both of the Oilers and the Penguins are were just kind of given a free round. Just it's kind of just like free practice. Go out there and really, really, really hope you don't get upset because that would be hilarious. But yeah, I just think that that was. I just think that's all unnecessary. I only I don't think those teams deserve to be where they are, and also they're kind of getting screwed because I don't think either of those teams have a chance at all. But they're not in the draft lottery. They have no chance to really move up in the draft. They're just going to get stuck where they are. And especially since the first round, the first overall pick, I don't think it has been the worst team in a little while. Moving around is uh, happens a lot with the draft lottery. So I think that those teams would have been better off to be in the draft lottery than to have been in the playoffs. Also, speaking of this qualifying round, I kind of just went straight into talking about how the system works before actually kind of explaining it. So the way it's going to work is you've got the top four teams in each conference. So in the Eastern Conference, you've got the Bruins, the Lightning, the Capitals, and the Flyers. So those four teams will play in a round-robin system to figure out how they're going to line them up for... One, two, three, and four. Like who, what, where they're going to be lined up? So technically, you could get like Flyers at number one, even though they're quite far behind the Bruins in points. And then you've got in the Western Conference, you've got the Blues, the Avalanche, the Golden Knights, and the Stars. And they'll play around Robin to figure out who's one, two, three, and four. I, I don't suspect it's going to change drastically. And to be honest, like I said, I don't think it's going to change anything to do with the playoffs very drastically where each team ends up anyway. But that's just going to how it's going to work. And then you've got the part that people are more most excited for, and I'm most excited for, is the qualifying rounds. So these are going to be, f- like, for sure are going to be five-game series. So best of five, you only have to win three games to move on. And that's between the number 5 to the number 12 teams in each conference. So right now you've got the number 5 Penguins versus the number 12 Canadians, the Hurricanes versus the Rangers, the Islanders versus the Panthers, the Maple Leafs versus the Blue Jackets, and in the West you've got the Oilers versus Blackhawks, Predators versus Coyotes, Canucks versus Wild, and the Flames versus the Jets. And to be honest, those are I, I see a lot of these as being some really, really good series because with the way that the league ended up this year, you got a lot of like the middle of the pack teams, like these playoff teams that aren't absolutely ahead of the rest, like the Bruins and the Lightning and the Blues have and Avalanche have been. So the top four teams in the league have just been leagues above everyone else at this point. The rest of the league's been fairly close to each other. So you got these two patches at the top and the bottom of the league, and then you got this big conglomerate. I'm using big words now, apparently. A conglomerate of teams that are all fairly close, and they move up and down, and there's a big shift in tide as the season went on. So we're going to have a lot of quite 
even. I see. I'm going to predict a lot of quite even uh, series, especially in this qualifying round when we have lots and lots of teams. So that's just how it's going to go. For sure, right now you have a you have a five game qualifying series, and then you get your conference finals and the Stanley Cup finals are going to be seven seven game series as usual. However, the one thing that hasn't been announced is whether or not the first or second and second rounds are going to be five games or seven. That also every, that has to do with how all the uh, which which city gets chosen, which two cities become the host cities for the, all these games, and their laws in their provinces or states wherever they're hosted. And just the kind of situation with the quarantine, everything going on like that, is all having to do with whether or not there will be a seven-game or a five-game first and second round. You you could see both being seven, both could be five. Uh, you could have a, a split where the first round is a five and the second round is a seven. I wouldn't I couldn't see it the other way around. I couldn't see like a seven or seven-game first. And then a five-game second that would just look that would be really really weird, and it would probably get a lot of backlash. But that's just how the whole system's gonna work for the playoffs this year, and I think it's with how all the ideas that were floating around about how they would potentially do it. I think this is an interesting system, and it makes sense. I don't see too many flaws with it other than the ones I already specified, which were, are very minor. They're very minor ones. But this one, I see it. it I also see it creating uh, some very exciting matchups, which is exactly what I'm going to speak about right now. My most exciting matchups, I got one for the West, and I got one for the East. And I'm not even... and I'm, I'm putting away my favorite team bias for this one, this is ones that I just look at both teams and go, yeah, this could this could be good. This could be very good. For the West, I got the Calgary Flames versus the Winnipeg Jets in the qualifying round. That is number eight versus number nine. They're right next to each other in the standings. These the, both teams have some young, exciting talent. Calgary's known for its having some like very fiery players to chuck's been like that whole thing with them and the oilers earlier on in the season and johnny gaudreau just being himself they got some young and exciting talents in calgary and then the the name that everyone talks about the finish man in winnipeg patrick lenne both teams got some exciting young talent, and I want to see them shine here against each other in the playoffs. I, I could see some very high-scoring games happening. That's kind of what I'm getting at here in the Flames versus Winnipeg series, especially since both teams, at least I know the Calgary has had some odd situations with their goaltending and stuff, and the, both of their defensive cores have been aging over the last couple years. So we could see we could see some high scoring games here in the Flames versus Winnipeg five game series. And another thing that makes this series a bit different, a bit exciting, 
is both teams are at lower points than they were at previous years. Winnipeg has been a playoff team for multiple years now. Like it's been it's been a while since they were outside of the playoffs. But they haven't been able to make that like super deep playoff run, make the Stanley Cup, do anything like that they've been wanting to do. And now this this year they've been doing a bit worse than usual. They're they're number 9. They're fourth in their division. Not really where they want to be. And I made a hot take before I made the play uh, made the made the podcast last year after the season ended that I thought the Jets were going to have some cap hell with all their players coming up on new contracts and stuff. And got to be honest, they handled it well, and they're back in the playoffs this year. So that's, even if there wasn't 24 teams, they would currently be in a wild card spot. That's great for them, but I don't see this success of the Jets continuing for more year, like a bunch of years after this, especially having so many in the past and just not being able to take that and make that like really deep playoff run that they've been hoping to make. So this this is kind of like a now or never situation for this team. So f- they're gonna. I, I see some fight in Winnipeg, and then there's the Flames. The Flames got embarrassed last year. They were the f- they were the number one seed coming out of the Pacific Division. They lost in the first round. Yeah, last year's playoffs was a bit weird. A lot of first number one teams got beaten in the first round. They kind of got overshadowed by the Lightnings, Lightning getting their butts kicked. But it still happened. The Flames lost. That was their year to do really good. They hadn't been in the playoffs for a little while. But they were back with a vengeance, and they just sizzled out really, really quick. And they're doing worse than they were last year. They are currently like right around third or fourth in their division. Them and the Canucks have kind of been hovering around each other. It's definitely not where they wanted to be in this part of the season. So I could see both of these teams as they are getting lower. They're lower than they were last year, but they're trying to not fall. And I could see some a little bit of fear in the teams kind of going... We don't want to go into a rebuild. We want to be able to make a deep playoff run now. Go for the cup now while we can. And see what happens next year. And I'm a Canadian. I'm a proud Canadian. And this is a Canadian versus Canadian playoff round. That hasn't happened since 2015. That's five years ago. It's been five years since we've had a Canadian versus Canadian NHL playoff. That is incredibly, incredibly long time to just not have one. Like, the last time we had one, we had two. We had one in the East, one in the West. So the first time, and I'm just excited. I'm excited to see some a lot, a lot of Canadian teams in the playoffs this year. Because it's, it's mostly just been Winnipeg recently. But here they are. Now that now they are one of the teams. 
playing on the Canadian team. I'm just excited, as you can probably tell by my voice. So before I rattle off your ears about talking about the Flames vs. Winnipeg series, I'm going to head off to the East. We're going to talk about the what I think is going to be the most exciting qualifying series of the Eastern Conference. And that is the Carolina Hurricanes versus the New York Rangers. And both of these teams are growing teams. They're both definitely younger teams. And Carolina has definitely been in a lot less of a spotlight than they were last year. Because last year they had all the drama about their celebrations and all that. And them trying to like kind of embracing being known as the team that is kind of just purposely pissing people off and being kind of edgy. But they're still an exciting team. Like last year they had some success in the playoffs, but they just, they weren't, I don't think anyone really expected them to make that deep playoff run. And I just haven't seen much about Carolina this year yet. I think a lot of people just haven't been paying attention to them as they have in pre like they had in previous years because Carolina's this is the first couple years that Carolina's been really good recently. So I'm surprised that uh, that's the thing is that after last year's whole bunch of news about Carolina it just sizzled really quickly throughout the off season and then into this season and just ever since. But still an exciting team. This team's got plenty of talent. This team's got plenty of potential. And I, I hope I we see that come out in this uh, playoff round. And then there's the Rangers. The Rangers have been building this core for a while, trying to get a team together to make a playoff run. And this is their chance to do it. They haven't made the playoffs in a few years now, and it's just I think this is time for them to show it off kind of make that first step where I don't think anyone's really putting them as Stanley Cup favorites at all. But this is their time to come into the playoffs, get some playoff experience, maybe win a round or two, just see how it goes. And also, it's just time to... They were always the top dogs when it came to like fans and exposure and... What was the first team you thought of when you thought of New York? You thought of the Rangers for years and years and years. But then the last couple of years, it's all been the Islanders because the Islanders have been having success. They've been having drama. They've been having all that kind of stuff. So the Rangers have been kind of overshadowed. It's a team that I don't really think about. So this is their time to kind of take back that excitement about their team in New York kind of back from the Islanders or maybe kind of make a better rivalry between the two because they'll both be they're both more of around the same spot as each other because like right now the Islanders are number seven and the and the Rangers are number 11 so they're they're fairly close to each other at this point so I could see a bit of more of a rivalry than before because they're closer in talent but yeah, with Carolina and New York, I could see this being a very even, close, like a more a quite close series that could uh, another nice, high-scoring kind of series. 
And so I'm going to lead off with a couple of uh, series that could potentially happen in this current playoff situation that I would be so psyched to see. The Pittsburgh Penguins at number five. You could see them. Matters how, of course, how the round robin goes. But we could see a Penguin versus Flyers playoff series. The Battle of Pennsylvania in the playoffs. Ooh. I'd kill to see that. That'd be great. Because it's not like those teams are just in a historical rivalry where it's rivalry, but they don't really care too much about it. This When these teams play each other, they really don't like each other. And that's just something I'd love to see five to seven games in a row. That'd be great. Another one, Toronto and Boston. After the last couple years of Boston always seeming to win versus Toronto, this is another one that all has to do with how the seeding goes with that top four. And, of course, Toronto has to win their series. But that would be incredibly interesting to see because the Bruins are just wanting to do what they do every other year where they beat Toronto in the playoffs. But the Maple Leafs will have... I could just see their... Because like, it's almost the whole team's returning again. And they probably just have this hatred for Boston right now. And they just... The last thing they'd want would to be lose to Boston in the playoffs again. So the fight they would have would be just exciting to see. And the Bruins... And like last year's series, down, down to Game 7, it was close. So... Could we see this a series between them being potentially close going to five or seven games? I could see that. And just, I could just like the fire between these teams would be incredible to see. And lastly, the rivalry that has always been exciting, but this year has just been like just out there. The Flames could play the Oilers in the playoffs. Like five, potentially five to seven games in a row, minimum three. I, I, I would, I don't, I could not see a team, one of these teams sweeping each other. But having those two teams play multiple games in a row against each other, especially after what's happened in the previous games this season. I know they wouldn't have the, I don't think they'd have the same fire that they did due to having taken time off hockey, having played each other in a while, but just that memory in the back of their mind of all the fighting and the dirty playing and all the drama between the two teams this year. I could see a very, very like trying to get the right descriptive word of it. Without using the word exciting again. Which is a very tense playoff round between those two teams. And I, I'd be excited for whatever team ends up lined up between the winner of those two. Because I could see them being absolutely exhausted after that series. Because they would play their hearts out. They would fight their hearts out in the Battle of Alberta. 
So thank you so much for tuning into the North Sports Podcast. Sorry for if I'm a little bit rusty. It's been a while, as I said before. But thank you so much for tuning in. And feel free to contact me on Facebook or on Twitter if you have any suggestions, any questions. I'm Alec Guggenmoss. This was the North Sports Podcast about the NHL playoffs. You guys have a very good rest of your day.